0: Hello, and welcome to the Addicts Anonymous podcast. I'm your host, Jim R. Today's episode 199, and today we're doing things a little bit differently. I'm on my own today. Typically, anyone that listens know we usually interview someone about their life addiction and their recovery. Today, we're going to be doing things differently, as I mentioned. So what we're going to be discussing are the four pillars of Addicts Anonymous. It's the foundation upon which our 10-step program is built. So it's very important, I believe, if you can handle these areas of your life and take the uh, necessary steps to you know, make sure you have everything put in place as far as the four pillars go, I think that's how you get sober and I think that's how you stay sober. So let's go over what they are. They are self-love, discipline, hard work and community. Those are the four pillars of our program and I believe them to be extremely important And each one, you'll see as I'm talking later on, that they all work together. You need one to do the other. You need the other to do that one. They work back and forth. You know, I'll show you what I mean in a little bit. But let's start with the first one, self-love. So why is self-love so important? Reason it's so important is because you're not going to do anything about anything unless you love yourself, unless you care about yourself why would a person want to get better? They don't care about themselves. There's no reason to get better. You know what I mean? So without self love, you're not going to want to get better. You know, once people learn to love themselves, that's when they start looking at their lives and saying, well, this part of my life could be better if I did this. And that's when they start doing things is once they have that self love is when they get some type of motivation. Cause even if you're not a sober person, um, and even if you're using, I mean, or if you're a person that doesn't have addiction issues, you still need to love yourself. It's just part of life. I believe that the four pillars I have can apply to someone whether they have addiction issues or not. But you need to love yourself in life. That's only when things get good. That's when things usually open up as far as new doors and new routes that you can take in your life and you know your journey of sobriety. You really need to love yourself. It's extremely important. So. As far as self-love goes, me personally, I had issues with it. I, I would literally tell myself out of nowhere, go kill yourself. You're useless. Nobody cares about you. Nobody loves you. And a lot of it was nonsense because I would have to stop myself and say, it's not true. Well, actually, I used to not do that. I apologize. I used to not do that. That's what I meant. But now I have to stop myself. It. I'm nowhere close to being perfect. Um, But I am so much better than I was because I consciously now catch myself. So if that thought goes in my head real quick, I go, whoa, that's not true. You're worth something. You're a good dude. I give myself reasons that I'm a good dude. You know, uh, you know, don't fill your brain like you're an ego, but give yourself credit where credit is due and show yourself that you're worth it to yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to be able to say good things about yourself. I used to not be able to say anything good about me. I, I didn't have anything to say. I felt because I just felt that I was useless, even though I have plenty of things to say to people, but I said, you know, I felt like I had nothing to say at that point because I didn't really love myself is what it came down to. Um, So self-love is extremely important. You know, like I said, for me, it's, it's an uphill battle. I still face it every day, but I think it's something that we all are need and it's, Part of the four pillars, which is you know, it's a big it's a big part of the four pillars, I should say. So let's move on to the next one. The next one is discipline. So discipline is also terribly important. You need to once again they tie it in together. You need to love yourself and have self love in order to want to get disciplined. Because if you don't have discipline in your life and you don't love yourself, once again there's no reason to want to change it and get more discipline in your life, quote unquote, discipline. So so you need to make sure that you have discipline in your life. It is extremely important. Um, Just talking about myself once again, it is something I did not have. The only thing I was disciplined about was making sure that I made it to the liquor store at 9am or you know, if I wanted to be a rebel and drink a little later, I would get there by 10. And I made sure I had enough booze to last me that day. And right back to the liquor store, I went the next day. It was a daily thing and it was a discipline. Every single day, boom, boom, boom. The guys at the liquor store knew me. If I didn't have money that day, they'd loan me, they'd give me the booze and say, come back with it on Friday. So they knew I was basically, you know, a drunk. I guess they felt bad for me and it's, I don't know. Couldn't tell you, but you know, that's a true story. But as far as discipline, you need to love yourself and want to order I mean, when you're in order to get self love, you need to get discipline. And in order to love yourself, you need discipline. In order to be disciplined, you need self love, they go back and forth. Um, Discipline could be things like taking care of yourself, just making sure that you get up and make your bed, brush your teeth, take a shower, go to work, be on time, try your hardest. You know what I mean? So these are all part of being disciplined and doing these things in your life. As you start to have structure in your life, just keep in mind to me, structure has very much to do with discipline. So once you start having structure in your life, which goes hand in hand with having some more discipline in your life, you'll, you'll see how much easier life gets. It sounds like you're going to be working so much harder, which you will in the beginning. But what that hard work does is when it pays off, it makes your life easier. It makes it easy because you get up the same time every day. You make your bed. You go to work from a nine to five job or whatever your hours are, it doesn't matter. You have a full time job, you know, you're paying your bills. These are all part of being disciplined. You need discipline in order to do all these things. So, self love, you need discipline in order to do that. In order to love yourself, you need discipline. And then to be disciplined, you need to have, you know, self love. So they go back and forth. Just to mention that one more time. Now, moving forward, we're talking about hard work. That's the next pillar. Hard work is extremely important. This, once again, ties into self-love and discipline, because in order to have discipline, you need to be extremely hard on yourself and work really hard on it. And in order to love yourself, you need to work extremely hard at that as well. So it has to do with the other parts of the pillars, as well as everything in your life. You have to work hard at it. Nothing in life worth having is easy. It's something you need to work at every single day and every single night of your life if you are an addict in recovery. It's something that it doesn't just go away one day. There's no cure right now. It's something that you're gonna be doing the rest of your life and you need discipline, you need to love yourself and you need to work hard at those things. So how do we work hard at loving ourselves? That would be a question. Working hard to love yourself, I believe we can do things like self affirmations and things of that nature. Um, I believe i mentioned that earlier. So there's there's a number of things we can do to love ourselves. So hard work is extremely important, just like any of the other four pillars. So moving forward, the next part of the pillars is community. I think anybody that knows recovery knows that this is a huge part of it. It is about having the right people around you. You need to have like-minded individuals. And if they're not, and I, they don't have to be in recovery. I don't mean that. I like-minded could kind of mean like you go with the flow and you're a cool dude. And by being a cool dude, you know not to drink around your friend. You know what I mean? So you don't have to be just only with people in recovery. You can talk to uh quote unquote normal people. That's okay. Don't be scared of them. But you need to build the right community around you. You need to build people around you that will be there for you. That will not jeopardize your sobriety, you know. Because some people like, I'm ready to drink. I apologize. I'm ready for people to drink around me. <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm ready to drink. I'm ready for people to drink around me. And that's okay. So I tell other people, you can drink. It's okay. Don't feel bad. Because sometimes people might feel bad around me and they kind of like, oh, and you could tell they want to drink. It's like, dude, just go get it from the fridge. It's completely okay. Some people aren't ready for that. So you need to have the right people around you at the right time. You need to have people that are obviously going to be understanding and they're not going to continually do things that might make you relapse. Because just seeing someone crack a beer could bring back a memory and that memory makes something else click in your head. And Later on the night, you want to drink. That's how it happens. It happens that fast, like in the blink of an eye. Sometimes you don't even see it coming. So that's something that you need to make sure you have is the right community. So as far as how we do that, I mentioned before, go to meetings, like-minded individuals, you're gonna, the, re, the the place you're gonna find them is in meetings or at other um, recovery related events. You know, there are some conventions and things like that, but mainly go to a meeting, they're everywhere. You can go to an AA meeting or an NA meeting, Addicts Anonymous, we have virtual meetings twice a week. You can find any type of meeting because there you'll at least meet people where the first thing that happens is, a lot of us, I say addiction is a lonely place to be. So a lot of us, when we get to these meetings, we feel extremely lonely. We feel like no one's gonna get us. No one's gonna understand. We're completely different. And then out of nowhere, one of the speakers, someone that's talking at a given point, out of nowhere, you're like, I've done that. Oh my God, this guy gets it. Oh, and then he says more things that you identify with. And it makes you feel not alone anymore. And it really helps. It really helps. That's one of the things that got me was reading the AA big book is when I got to the back pages and those were, you know, the past, the 164, and those were the stories of people and what they went through and how they fought their alcoholism and how they came to recovery. And a lot of them I related to, I just felt, oh my God, this book was written about me. Have they had a how my you know picture's not on the cover? That's how I felt. So that's part of building the community around you It's like-minded individuals. You find them at meetings, you find them at conventions, and you can find them li- online nowadays. There's plenty of community online to be built. You know what I mean? So it's about now another thing that should be mentioned is it's not just about getting the right people in your life. It's also about getting the wrong people out of your life. They need to go. People that jeopardize your sobriety, they need to go. Even if it's a friend, you need to either give them some type of ultimatum saying, either you're not going to drink or use drugs around me, do it in your own personal time when I'm not around but not around me, or then you can't hang out anymore if they can't promise not to do that. Because obviously they're being selfish and you can't risk your sobriety over selfish persons. So that's one piece of advice I had. Um, Yeah, it's also about, like I said, getting anyone out of your life that you don't need. So I mentioned one example, but another example is your dealers. If they used to be your friends or even like partial friends, no matter what, you need to cut ties with anyone that sells drugs. Anyone that will sell you drugs, you need to cut ties with, they're not friends. They're absolutely not friends. Maybe one day, You want to talk to these people again when you're completely ready for it, because maybe you found one of them to be okay, and you're like, you know what, let me check in, say hi to this guy. That's only when you're completely ready. So I'm I'm at that point where I can talk to, if I have any friends that are idiots that are using drugs, it wouldn't bother me. I'd feel bad for them, but it's not going to jeopardize my sobriety, and that's the most important thing. So once you do get the wrong people out of your life, you get the right people in your life, I think that's when the doors start opening because you have supportive people who get where you're coming from. They can help you when you're having an issue. You know, the first thing that happens at these meetings, and you know, a lot of you listening may never have been to a meeting, is people give you their phone numbers. So you go walk out of a meeting with like 10 phone numbers because like almost everybody that's been sober for a bit, they put their name on the phone number list. And then also in most meetings, they'll ask if anyone's willing to be a temporary sponsor. So you can find yourself a temporary sponsor um, until you find yourself a permanent one. So there's a lot of things that happen in meetings. That's why I suggest them. Also for Addicts Anonymous, we have a virtual sponsorship program. Reason we do that is a lot of people don't have access to a sponsor. I've heard of people who live in a place where the closest meeting is three hours away from them And obviously, that's a six hour round trip, and it's just not happening on their busy schedule when they have kids. So, for people like that, we hook them up with a virtual sponsor, which is someone that could hook up with them over the internet. They can do Zoom calls, check in with each other just as much as any time another sponsor would do it. So, there's a lot of benefits to that as well. Um, So, anyone that has any um, questions about that, you can email me at Jim R, J I M R at addicts-anonymous.com. I'll be able to answer any questions about things like that. Um, So community, so important. Find also, like I said, a sponsor is very important. Get the right people in your life. Get the wrong people out of your life. And that's pretty much all I have for the four pillars. So once again, gotta love yourself. You need discipline. You need to work hard at everything. And like I just went over, you need to get the right community around. So that's all I have for today. Once again, if anyone had any questions about anything I went through, if you go to our website, www.addicts-anonymous.com, if you go to the approved Literature tab, there you'll find an actual, I write essays, so there's plenty of literature there to read, it's all free, and there'll actually be an article titled The Four Pillars of Addicts Anonymous. So it'll go over a lot of what I went over today, um, plus additional information, there's a lot that I didn't cover. So that's all I have for today. Also check us out on social media. You can check us out at Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, and Tumblr as well. And as I mentioned, check out our website. So I'm done with today. We're all good to go now. I hope you enjoyed everything that I went over. And until next time.